We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Rotowire hashtag After Dark Champions League preview show. My name is Jack Burkhart. You can find me on Twitter at Jack Burkhart, and I am joined as usual by Ryan Belangi. Now, Ryan, normally I'd be a little bit happy for you and your king of the ticket, king of the pitch ticket that you punched, but I noticed that you captained uh, Robert Sanchez. So, as a salty Tottenham homer, I just have to say, how dare you! But uh, Ryan, you must be feeling pretty good. So uh, how are yeah, you I, I, yeah, it feels good to get that first ticket. A little bit of a monkey on my back. Um, yeah, you know, Captain Sanchez and Kulusevski scored right away. Honestly, I turned off the game and went to take a nap and <laughs> woke up in the second half and saw that I might have a chance. So yeah, that was that, that was nice. Loose. You know, it's always crazy when yeah, what a game, right? I mean. But yeah, it's the second time now where I've won something big with a goalkeeper captain who gets scored on right away. So I mean, like we already thought goalkeeper captain was just the nut strategy, but if you can win when your guy gets scored on, I mean, it's it's just the best, you know. Maybe it's just uh, too easy, you know, just captain the goalkeeper every time. It's probably optimal that they get scored on, right? Just wait for the two red card correlation, and then I have. <laughs> A complete mess break loose. That game was something else. Uh, the Ange Postacoglu rolling out a high line for 45 minutes with nine men is one of the most psychotic things I've ever seen in a match. But it was nice to see all the players dialed in. I know no one cares about my Tottenham fandom, but like that would have never happened under Antonio Conte. The players looked like they wanted to die when they were playing against lesser opposition. <laughs> probably should have yeah, won. So. It was very interesting to see. The first like 15 minutes, yeah, yeah, Chelsea were awful, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what to say, but I, I'd never seen a match like it because you you could just tell that there were so many easy opportunities about to come, but Chelsea just couldn't put it together. They just couldn't put it together. And it was, yeah, it was a long time to try that strategy for. I was okay with it for like 20 minutes because, you know, just do anything to keep the team off balance. But I mean, at some point, this is a professional team. They're going to time their runs. And uh, that's ended up what ended up happening. But whatever. We're not here to talk about Tottenham or Showdown or anything of that nature. We are here for the Tuesday Champions League slate. And um, it's kind of an interesting slate. On the surface, I opened this up and was writing the article. And I had a big eye roll. I think I went into our writer DM. I'm just like, uh, City's underpriced again. And Manchester City are in the nut spot of probably the whole Champions League group stage. They're home against young boys. 90% win odds is just insane. 58% clean sheet odds is also insane. And a just extremely high team implied goal total, just under 2.8. And um, I don't know, for whatever reason, their prices are capped. So you have like Erling Holland at like 10.2K, Julian Alvarez at 9.7K. We don't know if Haaland's fit. But um. There are some other interesting spots on this slate. Um, Atletico Madrid have a great home matchup against Celtic. That was a back-and-forth game before. Um, it, it's kind of an interesting dynamic, Ryan. I want to ask you this. like, When these teams play each other for the second time, I don't know, I've only played Champions League for a couple of years. Like, how, Can we expect these games to go a little bit more similarly? Are they going to be a little bit more cagey now that they had seen each other? Like, Should we say, oh, this Atletico match is really promising? Like, Maybe it's going to be high scoring again, or are they going to try to dial it in? 
Um, I know I haven't talked about the other matches, but what do you expect when you're looking at the reverse fixtures so soon in a Champions League group stage? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I expect it to be really good spots for Atletico and Porto. And yeah, after seeing these teams, like after seeing the teams last week and, you know, sort of seeing how much attacking success they had, I think that normally, yeah, they just try to do that again. Like, oh yeah, we've already seen, this was kind of easy last time, like sort of thing. Um, yeah, it's an interesting slate because normally I hate these city slates where they're massive favorites, like hate them, especially in the Premier League. But this one is intriguing. You know, hopefully Holland doesn't start. I mean, I'm just done with Pep if he starts Holland in this spot. Game means nothing. He came off at halftime last week. Uh, I shouldn't say it means nothing. I mean, you know, it's just, you know, City could start Oscar Bob at forward and be comfortable in, in this spot. Uh, if they win, they're through still with two games left. There's just no need to play him. And, you know, I, I don't even know if we'll see, you know, we didn't see Alvarez last time in, uh, in the last match against young boys. Maybe he'll be out too. Um, so yeah, I think it's not your typical city slate, hopefully, hopefully, because, you know, they'll still soak up ownership. Obviously it's a great spot. They have a huge total, but I think you can fade them more credibly in GPPs than usual without Holland there, because the other spots are similar. The Madrid Porto, the Madrid and Porto spots are similar and Leipzig has a total above two as well. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to tournaments. Actually, it's a really good tournament slate. I think it's going to be difficult to dial into the contrarian plays that you want. I have a big list of players who I think are viable. So I'm kind of hoping to dial into like the specifics that I want, the matches I'm going to focus on. You know, if I can only make a few GPP lineups, then you ultimately have to make some decisions. But it does feel like there are other places to go. I know we were talking over the weekend about Premier League when Manchester City were similarly huge favorites against Bournemouth. And, you know, I was talking about, you know, paying up for Jared Bowen. And, you know, Jordan yelled at me. He's like, you can't pay up for Jordan Jared Bowen as an underdog. Like, I know he's, like, promising. But there are actual pay-up options who can keep up with City on this spot, like Antoine Griezmann, worth considering. And just like the slate over the weekend, there are low-priced goals that we might be able to find as well. Um, mostly at the forward position. And you kind of have to be careful with your utility with that. But we will certainly dig into that um i was just looking at manchester city's standings in the champions league and they have nine points already leipzig have six and then it's one each for red star and young boys so you really feel like you can't start Haaland in this spot you know put them on at halftime you know break in case of emergency type of situation especially after what happened with kevin de bruyne at the start of the season but um I don't know. I've kind of given up on predicting what the heck uh, Pep Guardiola is going to do ever since I started playing fantasy Premier League on the stupid PL app. So we'll just have to see. We'll just have to see what happens. Um, but yeah, let's let's dig into this. So looking at the forward position again, it, it's a thing where it just feels like in cash games we're probably going to be playing Manchester City forwards. Holland, if he starts at 10.2K, he's like an outrageous minus 360 anytime goal scorer. So just play that in cash. He's probably like 40% to score a brace in this spot. Julian Alvarez is taking most of uh, Manchester City's set pieces, even with Phil Foden on the pitch. Uh, I commented, even if they're short corners, I saw he had 11 corners over the weekend, but he only crossed one of them. But still, that's a really valuable role. They're not going to do that every single time. You know, Doku at 9.1K, the attack basically flows through him these days, four assists over the weekend. And then, you know, you have Phil Foden there as well, who's been frustrating. But I mean, he has a huge ceiling and we know how talented he is. Uh, Ryan, in cash games, is it as simple as we'll talk about other forwards, but for cash, are we just going to click Manchester City and move on with our lives? I think so, right? Yeah, you know, especially when you factor in the prices. Uh, yeah, you, you're right. I, I read your article. Um, I agree with everything you said there at forward. You know, you, you have to play Alvarez in cash if he starts taking a monopoly of sets, al almost a monopoly of sets these days. Uh, just too cheap. Doku at 9,100. You saw Doku over the weekend. I think he had four assists and a goal almost 50 fantasy points. He's a great cash play as well. 
Um, if, you know, one of them, if Alvarez does, doesn't start and Foden does, Foden for 8,700 is a great cash play. You know, the, really the only other guy I would consider is Griezmann. Uh, the price is a little annoying because it probably shouldn't be that much more expensive than the city guys, but it's a good spot for him. It's a good spot for Atletico. He's been in great form, scoring a lot of goals. Uh, I wouldn't fault anybody for, you know, thinking Griezmann's sort of a centerpiece type play on this on this slate. But yeah, you know, if we if we get the, it'd be tough for me not to go Alvarez and Doku. I think um, it's just such a good spot. But I don't know that they're all going to start. I'm looking at our projected lineup. We have them in. You know, maybe Grealish comes in for one of them. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with Bernardo. So, yeah, the City lineup will be important. But, yeah, I don't know. There was a long-winded answer to say you're still probably going to play two City forwards in cash or for sure one of them and, and Griezmann. I don't know. Was there anybody else that, that you were considering? Um, No. In my article, I highlighted Griezmann as an act of um... – rebellion because i keep i've been writing more more of the articles these days and it's just city every single time so i couldn't take it anymore and uh, and i write as much he's just too expensive it's a little clunky and the slate lacks good punts um correct me if i'm wrong one thing to add to the context of the forward position and why it's so easy to spend up okay like city are in a smash spot there's not many good midfields midfield eligible only players like you can put foden or grealish in um, a midfield spot if they start but like other options aren't particularly good. I mean, you're kind of spending up for like Steven Eustachio types at midfield, which is kind of gross. He doesn't even take monopoly of set pieces or spending down. That's what the construction looks like. So it just pushes you up at the forward position anyways. And that's going to funnel you into city. Yeah. Graceman, I, I think he's just a little bit overpriced in this matchup, but it could be a situation where maybe maybe Manchester city only start like one forward. It, I don't know how many forward eligible players they could roll out with. You might be able to fit Griezmann in just because um, there's no other city player to fill that spot with. I don't really know what to expect from starting lineups. So, you know, we're kind of shrug our shoulders, join the discord, and then we'll parse through the lineups when they get there. But these are the best plays and we're most likely going to be choosing between them in the forward spot. Yeah. No one I'm seriously considering. I mean, 8,500 Alvaro Morata. I'm not going to play him in cash, but he's a good play in tournaments, I guess, even though he Cavani's a lot. And there's not really many good spend down forwards, Ryan. I don't know if you dug into these Porto guys, but I was grinding a half hour ago. There's Andre Franco at 4,800. I don't know if you picked up this guy, uh, Francisco, um, kind of, Oh, I can't even say his name. Um, can say so. Uh, Conce- Conce- yeah. Conce Chao or Conce, Conce, yeah, Chao, Conce yeah. Sao. I don't know. It might be Conce I, I don't know how they say it, but oh, Luis Pacheco is rolling over. and <laughs> uh, It's a brutal pronunciation. But um, I've noticed that he's been playing 75 minutes. He's priced at 5,200 and forward eligible only. Plays as a winger, takes a few corners for Porto. It's an excellent matchup for them at home against Antwerp. And he's someone at 5,200. I don't think you'd use one of your forward slots, but if you end up there on a utility, I think that might be a fine play. If he starts, he's definitely a name on my radar. But I mean, like, I'm not going to play like Haaland and then play this Kansai Sao guy just to save money at the forward position. Like, I'm, he would probably get punted into the utility. And um, yeah, I just don't, I just think you're, it's a long-winded way of saying just put city into the forward spots there's some decent other utility plays for cash but yeah um 5200 for for Chao. um I, I think that would be okay for cash is is what i'm trying to say i think it's a great spot for porto and as you mentioned he's been taking some set pieces in recent matches i don't know if he's gonna start um you know he's also the coach's son He's the son of, you know, you could like longtime Portugal player Sergio Conceição. Um, yeah, when I googled that, that name, his dad anything. came up more than him. <laughs> so yeah, but I mean, you know, type of player that I I like to play. Twenty year old kid that's pretty highly rated, taking set pieces in a very favorable matchup. Um, so yeah, I would have some interest there. Depending, you know, I wouldn't necessarily play him over City guys in cash games. You know, everything's going to depend on that City lineup. I just think he would be viable. Um, 
I have them in a utility spot right now, and I think yeah. that's fine. Um, oh, that's definitely fine. Definitely. Um, Andre Franco. Yeah, Andre Franco might start too. I don't think I would use him for cash, but he'd be a fine tournament play at that price. Yeah, I know Andre Franco creeped up last year in like the two game slates and spring and you know he was 3800 then and taking more set pieces but i think we kind of know a little bit more about who andre franco is as a player he might have a floor but may take some set pieces subbed off at 65 minutes um yeah um, oh hum play i guess a whole hum play most of the time pay attention to where he lines up i've noticed that he scored a few goals this year. Like some, you know, I don't think it's going to happen on this slate, but he, or on, but he he had been playing more attacking sometimes, and then other times he was used as an emergency fullback. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, just pay attention to Porto's formation too. Yeah. Um. Why don't we talk about forward from a tournament point of view? I know normally we go through cash first, but I there's so many forwards to talk about, and um, I'd kind of like to get through them. As, as much as possible because there are some good matchups for us to attack. So if we're looking at the slate, right, we already mentioned Antoine Griezmann and Alvaro Morata. Those are two great tournament plays, in my opinion. Both have brace upside. Griezmann can score 25 points with only one goal. Type of players you want to target. Griezmann, I'll probably not play, and then he'll score a brace, and then I'll you know get tilted about it in the Discord. But such is life. If you're only going to score 25 points after scoring two goals, I'll fade you, and then at 15% of the time he gets the brace, you all can enjoy your, your money. You'll have deserved it. Um, but I'm intrigued by some of these other spots. I mean, looking at Porto strikers, Medi Taremi is 9,900, Ryan, but all of their other forwards are quite cheap. And I think it's the same story for RB Leipzig. You're looking at Lois Appenda, 9,300, I think, somewhere in that neighborhood. And then, you know, Timo Werner, if he starts 6,400, Yusuf Poulsen is in the mid 5,500s at forward. I mean, what are you thinking here from a tournament point of view, looking at the forward position? I think there's a lot of options and there's a little bit of an opportunity cost to just jamming two city forwards. One of these low owned guys is capable of getting a goal plus assist performance, in my opinion. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, multiple of them could score 20 plus points for sure. Um, I don't think, I think Taremi and Openda are the leverage plays on this slate. You know, everybody got disappointed by Openda last time, last time me for sure. And, you know, now with Leipzig on the road and the fact that he's 9,300, I just feel like people are going to choose other spots ahead of Openda. So I think that's pretty good leverage. I don't think people are going to want to pay 9,900 for Taremi, but, you know, he has hat trick upside. Um, I'm a, yeah, I'm a little bit worried and like I've heard some stuff about Taremi wanting to leave and I saw him get subbed early in a recent match. I, I didn't look too much into it, but it just doesn't seem like things are going quite as swimmingly for him at the moment, but still. Like, this is a great spot for Porto. They they were all over Antwerp, actually, in, the, in, that first, in that first leg. And they could blitz them again here. Um, as far as, like, you know, when, when, you, when you bring Price into it, I think Alvaro Morata is one of the better plays on the slate because he's quite a bit cheaper than those guys and basically the same, you know, brace upside. Um, so, yeah, I really like him for tournaments. Like you mentioned, you know, he, he's a tough click sometimes. He's, he's a tough click almost all the time, especially, you know, when you're clicking him over city guys. or So ho- hopefully that keeps his ownership down because I, I think he's a really good play. Um, yeah, the best play. I don't know what the best, but a guy who I would rate as one of the best plays is Evan Nielsen scoring a hat trick off the bench uh, against Antwerp two weeks ago or three weeks ago, whenever that was. Only 6,700 here. Uh, you know, don't want to oversell it, but looks like one of the better tournament plays on the slate for me. Uh, the other guys too, Rafael Leao, I know you wrote about him. Uh, very intriguing. What do you think? I'm really intrigued by the Milan PSG matchup for larger tournaments. So looking at the standings, AC Milan are at home. I think they lost they lost this game two weeks ago right well they certainly didn't win because they only have two points their last place in their group 
they have to start producing results, even if they want to advance to the Europa League or have any hope of advancing in this competition. You know, they made the semifinals last year. I just think normally I associate AC Milan with being a bit of a boring team, but they're going to have to be provoked into action just based on just based on needing to survive in the competition. So I wrote up like there's a lot of game scripts that could go PSG's way. And if, and a few of those also go AC Milan's way. Like imagine if AC Milan score an early goal, then the PSG AC Milan is probably going to defend and PSG is probably going to go full throttle on the attack. So I, I wouldn't mind um, playing Mbappe along with Rafael Liao or something like this. I usually try to avoid that direct correlation, but you can really see it in this sort of game script. Maybe you don't even need the AC Milan goal, but I mean, if PSG are going to barrage AC Milan, that's a good spot for them no matter what. And I mean, PSG are an attacking team. If AC Milan scores a goal, this game could go back and forth. And I think this is a game that, um, I don't know, I'd like to target, especially at what I perceive to be low roster ship as a potential shootouts. I don't know. Do you think I'm off base? Do you know a bit more about these teams, Ryan? Do you think this has opportunity for a shootout given the context of the Champions League group? Yeah, more like more so than the market, at least. I yeah. think you're right in that no one's going to play it, and that makes it that makes it appealing for sure. What does it have? The lowest total of of all yeah. six games. Um, yeah, not not by much though. You know, there's a uh, everything's kind of close in there. Um, no, I agree with you though. I never need an excuse to play Leao, and it's a slate where Mbappe is not going to be owned either. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think you said it. He uh, he can be the highest scorer on any DFS slate. Like it just doesn't matter. So yeah, I think that's a good option for tournaments. Yeah. Are we going to be like, oh wow, Kylian Mbappe scored a hat trick? This is, you know, this is yeah. You know, it's, like, it can just happen, right? Like <laughs> he's that. We guy. we got lucky. He didn't bury us last week. He he nearly had another right at the end off the crossbar or off the post. I, mm-hmm. I remember he just could have absolutely smashed, and people weren't on him then. You know he. He would have finished with 35. I mean, yeah, yeah like he, he, Mbappe is great. So, yeah, I, I like playing him when no one else plays him. Yeah, I mean, just looking at, like, the talent profile of the players in this AC Milan PSG game, it's really enticing. I think Colomani is a great player. He's 6,800. I'm a glutton for punishment. You can even play him in a midfield spot. So he seems like a great option for tournaments, someone who can score a goal. I don't know if Kang and Lee or Dembele is a great play at their price. It seems like they kind of cannibalize each other's upside, but either of them seems good. And, you know, Mbappe can go off. You have Pulisic, you have Leao. It's just a lot of talented attacking players, even like guys like Warren Zier, Emery. Like there's just good players on both of these teams. You got Hakimi on one side. You have Theo Hernandez on the other if he's fit enough to start. So I don't know. I can just see the, you know, 20% of outcomes where this game gets a little bit silly. And I definitely like to take a crack at that sort of outcome. Yeah, definitely. Um, I would say if anybody cares, it seems like it seems like Kang has uh, priority over Dembele. Not a monopoly, but uh, you know you're not going to get 90 minutes out of him. But he does. He has two goals in his last three games, and yeah, I would expect him to take more sets than Dembele when they're both on the pitch. So it might be might be something worth knowing. Yeah, I mean, it's a good spot to attack. I'm not talking about, you know, like five players from this game, but, you know, maybe just one from each team and a lot of lineups. That's something that I'm personally interested in. I mean, you can just go to a lot of spots, though, like we said. the You know, Poulsen, Evan Nielsen, those are going to be great targets for um, RB Leipzig. And, um, and uh, Porto as well. Um, anyone we're kind of missing from the forward position? We've done a really nice deep dive. We haven't um, talked about anyone in the Lazio Feyenoord game. That's who I was going to bring up. Uh, if you know, if anyone wants to play Ciro Mobile, he's 5,800. Uh, he's definitely getting to be old and washed up at this point, but he still takes pens and he's still a center forward and he's 5,800 playing for Lazio at home. It, it can't be too bad. So yeah, he's worth mentioning. I don't yeah. know. Like, what, did you see anything else? Um, I noticed uh, Santiago Jimenez's form this season. I know it's in the, in the Dutch league, but I think he's got like 15 goals and 13 starts and uh, he's 10.4 K. So talk about a pay up to be contrarian option. That's probably too much in my book, but that at least stood out. 
I don't know. It just doesn't seem like a very fruitful game environment from what I know about both those teams. So it's like, okay, maybe someone like Calvin Stangs looks okay. There's this, uh, I'm going to screw up another name, this Pai Chow. He's the guy who splits set pieces with Stangs on Feyenoord. He's a bit cheap uh-huh. and he crosses a ton. So there might be some one-offs in this range if you want, especially if you're going to play more city-heavy lineups. I don't necessarily mind that. I think you'll be able to find high upside plays at reasonable rostership across the board, though. So probably just to keep my life simple, I'll not really focus on this game. But like I, I mean, you said Immobile, if you want to play that for cheap, there are options here. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think I think one-offs are okay. I wouldn't do more than that. Yeah. Jimenez seems too expensive. I think I feel like you need more than just a goal at, at 10-4. For a player like Jimenez, mm-hmm. um, not that it necessarily matters, but he he missed an awful penalty kick over the weekend. He tried to Penenka and chipped it over the goal. Oh, uh, but yeah, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that covers it from the forward. Really exciting stuff. I mean, like it, there's again serious opportunity costs to just saying I am going to play. Alvarez, Doku, and Foden and just call it a day because probably not all three of them are going to get there. We saw it over the weekend, Ryan. Alvarez, okay, Hallen gets hurt, so that's kind of an outlier, but he he hadn't scored a goal at halftime, and maybe he only gets up to 16 points. That's probably not enough on this Champions League slate, and that's another reason why we've been jamming Manchester City in Premier League because all of them, because two of them getting 10 points and getting the guys that go nuclear, that's probably enough. On this slate, I just don't think so. You're going to have to spread your bets out a little bit and make some stands against certain chalky Manchester City players. I say this, Ryan, as there's probably going to be like a duped lineup that wins the 10K to first place that's just (laughs) jam six City guys. But Let's hope not. I don't think so this time. (laughs) It Um, can't keep happening. What happens if Bernardo Silva starts? Got any Um, thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, if you want my, like, astrology-type takes, you know, we had the Bernardo Silva brace, so we have to wait a few moons for that to um, happen again. But he's, what, 6,800? If he plays in a more forward role, how can you not consider him? Yeah, I bring it up because I think it's something we should have known last weekend. I think it was in the tea leaves, and I missed it. It it was... uh, it was a lineup that City hadn't used before, and you could have deduced that Bernardo was going to be very attacking and play exactly where he played, and you could have deduced that Kyle Walker was going to be the furthest forward as well, playing up there with him. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm sort of, I bring it up because I was mad at myself. Sometimes you just get into robot mode with City, and at least I do, and maybe don't think about it enough, don't look into it enough, and just we're always fading. Bernardo but especially at his price he was so clearly a smash it doesn't doesn't even matter that he scored two goals he was involved in everything and he was always gonna get a goal or an assist in that spot and yeah I just should have known it so just something to pay attention to yeah I mean in that setup I think people were expecting City to go back to their 3-2-4-1 formation because you know Kovacic played in the central attacking midfield role in Champions League that one time. A lot of people played him in cash, myself included. What an inf- he's a horrible DFS play, but we can get to that a little bit. Later. Did you see him almost score right at the end? Yeah, I did see him blank. almost score. Yeah. I was I was like I was just like on the I was yeah. on the edge of the cash line. I yeah. could have had a great day, but uh whatever. I mean, how does he not score that? It was ridiculous, you know. I could have scored that, but you know, I'm looking at the formation that Opta has listed after the game and you just look at it and you're like man, I'm an idiot. Like, even if I didn't know Bernardo Silva was going to be more forward, look at who he's playing with. There's like five defenders. There's a defensive midfielder. <laughs> it's yes, he's the fourth most seriously. attacking player on the pitch. And yes. freaking Kovacic. Like, Pep's not going to put out Kovacic as an attacking midfielder multiple times. Whatever. Yep, I was mad at myself, too. Should have known that, and it would have helped a lot. Yeah, I think I even joked that we should always be prepared for Bernardo Silva day, and I had zero. So same be on the lookout. I mean, anyone who's able to crack these uh, Manchester city formations, that's a really profitable thing. It's certainly not just going back to what they did last year. Pep's keep continuing to change things up and players like Silva are really versatile. I mean, he's, you know, we tilt how ridiculous his outcomes in are are in NDFS, but he can play so many roles and play them in an elite way. So we shouldn't be surprised when he does this. No, that's a good point about people that can crack 
city lineups. It absolutely is a thing. I've finally been realizing it. And I always, you know, complain about city slates and doing bad on city slates. And I've realized that I just haven't been good at cracking the code or haven't been paying enough attention to it. And it is there to crack. Um, but yeah. yeah, just I'm I'm going to start trying a little bit or start looking a little bit more into that. Well, we're spending all of our time trying to find the pieces to pair with the city with the city chalk in our lineups. But I mean, Bernardo Silva isn't particularly chalky. Rodri isn't often chalky in these spots. And if there's some things about the matchup that think it might be a plus matchup for either of them, definitely worth chasing because those are huge. Those are great match environments. Um, I mean, I played John Stones. I played John Stones on Saturday, and he was the only bad play. If you watch that game, we're not even talking about the results. You just watch that game. He was the only bad play. And, you know, people, myself included, I know I wasn't sure because we've seen Akanji play in that role as well. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure who it was going to be. Um, but for one, Akanji was like 500 cheaper with the same chances Stones to be in that role. Also, Ake, you knew Ake was at least going to be up on the left. And like, anyway, so yeah, I just, I, I keep getting City wrong. And after all this time, it's just like I need. It's embarrassing. I need to be better. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many times Nathan Ake has to score or assist for me to just find the extra three hundred to play him. If it looks like he's not right, going to be if you know Stones and Akanji are playing, he's going to be more likely to get forward than those two. I don't know, but Akanji did score a goal off his back, if I'm not mistaken. So true. Yeah, I mean, he he <laughs> he got he got lucky. I mean, yeah, results aside, I just mean that he was playing like in that sort of further more flank role. Yeah. yeah, right. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a lot on forward and cracking city. Let's get into midfield. I don't know. The rest of the positions are not particularly interesting to me, Ryan. I think you're going to be wanting to jam as many forward eligible players into your lineup as possible because the midfield options only options are a bit gross to me. On my list, I have um 7800 Jack Grealish, who's a great play if he starts. I'd even consider playing him ahead of Foden to save the $900 in cash games. You know, Foden doesn't have set pieces and the $900 helps me, you know, get to someone like um Kansai Sao. I think that's a worthy trade-off. Um, you got Eustachio at 7,200. I don't think you can play him in cash. He doesn't have a monopoly of set pieces. Rodri at 6,800 isn't a cash play, but we were just talking about these great game environments. And um, looking at the players that are priced above 6K, there's an interesting player on Atletico Madrid that Adam plugged into the starting lineup. He has some good game logs, and this is another name that I'm going to butcher. So Champions League is a brutal exercise for me. But um, we have Rodrigo uh, Raquelme. Raquelme, um, yeah. Oh, nice. Shout out to me. Looks like he's like a wingback type of player for them. But pretty active shooting, good game logs, good historical per 90 stats. You know, he crosses about three and a half times per game, takes a few shots. Seems like a decent midfield only um, play. Do you know anything about this guy, Ryan? Or are you intrigued at all by Raquel May? I don't think I'd play him in cash, but he seems worth a rip in a great game environment for Atletico Madrid. For tournaments, yeah. Sorry, Raquel May. You didn't nail it, Jack. Uh, well, Raquel May, it's like Raquel like a hard May. hard C hard K whatever whatever you want to say. Anyways, um, yeah, uh, he was on a couple inner league slates that I played recently. Um, it seems like, all right, let me see. He's gonna play like wing back, right? Yeah, that if he starts, I would imagine he plays. Yeah, as, uh, like him in. So it's going to be like him or Javi Galan. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's okay for tournaments. I do. I was looking at him too. He's definitely got upside. Uh, and it's the same kind of slate as um, a couple weeks ago in that there's not much for spend up midfield options. So like we talked about someone like Zavi, Zavi Simons could – could break the slate just just because there's there's not many to put in that position in this mm-hmm. slate. Yeah, it makes Foden look better. It makes Grealish look better. Um, so yeah, I'm look I'm looking to play one of those city guys. Yeah, for sure. I don't know about you know I don't know about I don't know if you can get there in cash games. I'm just talking about tournaments. It's a spot mm-hmm. to like 
sort of lap the field, I think. There's not that many options. Yeah, so, you know, it, it makes Raquel May more intriguing, for sure. You mentioned, yeah, he's had a couple good games in a row. Um, but, yeah, uh, I hadn't heard of him until a few weeks ago. Yeah, looking at, like, 10-point floors, and if he's supplying attacking returns, if he's shooting, you know, you're paying up a little bit, but good game environments. And See, 90 minutes in back-to-back games. That's, uh, yeah, interesting. I, I'm not convinced I can it, – it's in play because I'm not convinced I can get a goal from the sub-5,000 range outside of maybe, you know, Matias Nunes, and I don't even feel that confident. So that kind of adds to the consideration. It's almost like how we play um, defender often in Premier League where the high-priced guys are just so much more likely to separate. That dynamic does exist a little bit in the midfield position. I mean, because if you look under 5K – uh, Matias Nunes, hope we, hopefully he starts at 4,900. I don't even care what position he plays. I'll probably just play him because he's a very versatile player. He can move around, maybe takes a set piece, and there's just no opportunity costs in this range. Um, yeah, construction things like that are some of the few edges that we have left. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a sharp take. I look at it very similar to Defender, to how we always talk about defender you don't get many slates like that uh where it's at like midfield and Mm -hmm. people don't pay attention to that for the for the for the majority people don't pay attention to stuff like that at all uh so yeah you you can you can take advantage of it yeah uh sorry ozzy ozzy in the chat says luis alberto Uh, you know i suppose a guy we should have mentioned at forward only because he's he does basically take a monopoly of set pieces I just can't pay 8,100 in this spot. He's like, I've just never been an Alberto guy because he's no, he, he just normally doesn't come with much upside. I see that he has scored two or three goals this year, but yeah, it's just not really a spot that I'm looking to target. He's priced too closely to those city guys. Yeah, I, I agree, especially in a four. I, I just can't imagine using him in a forward slot when – I'm right. not using that $1,000 for, for anything else um, in particular. But I'm um, going back down to the sub 5K guys. I mean, Ryan, if Matthias Nunes doesn't start, I, I think he does. But if he doesn't, it is ugly. Um, you could play yeah. Coca at 4,600, and I'm not joking. Um, you could play Kovacic at 4,500, and we saw what he's a what we saw what he does. You know, I was a, I was annoyed in my article, but like there were moments where Kovacic, you could see how he w- might accidentally score a goal one of these days. So at 4,500, that would be fine. I wouldn't be opposed to uh, clicking a uh, um, Inbiom Huang, who's the primary set piece taker for Red Star Belgrade at 4,400. Um, RB Leipzig lost over the weekend to Mainz 2-0. So it's kind of a team. They're not particularly consistent. Red Star playing at home, which is a huge boost for them. Huang had seven um, fantasy points on the road and, you know, they earned four corners. So I think the main thing I'm looking for, if I'm willing to punt and play in Biome, is I want to make sure that um, Gilor Kanga Kaku is not playing because he also takes set pieces. He's like 34 years old, though, and it looks like he's been swapping starting places with Inbiom. I've been looking at Red Star stuff too much to vet this play and make sure it was decent. <laughs> um, I don't know, Ryan. I think it's a play that if he has a monopoly of set pieces, it actually has upside, some upside to get an, an assist at that low price range in this state of midfield. Tell me I'm crazy. Nope. Uh, I think you're spot on, actually. Um, yeah, midfield is terrible. If you don't get Nunez, Nunez to start, um, there's no one there. Uh, so, yeah, he, Nunez would be a lock, obviously. Just the position is so bad um, in, in that range, especially. Uh, those guys that you mentioned, yeah, I think Wang is the best for, for Red Star. Uh, you know, they're at home. Leipzig. You mentioned they lost over the weekend. They're not, you know, this isn't like, it's not like they're playing Manchester City. Mm-hmm. You know, they're playing Leipzig. So, yeah, I agree. Koke, um, Koke's been better this year. He's been slightly better this year. You know, he was almost unrosterable the last couple of years. Last year, for sure. Something seems to have changed, but he still, he feels too expensive for me. I also kind of think that he may be benefiting playing with Rodrigo DePaul, who's not going to be in there for this game. I don't know if that's going to change 
Koke's role at all. It's just a that's just a total guess on my part. Um, but you know, DePaul is he's he's the engine. He's such he yeah. So I don't know. Like I don't want to play Koke. I guess is my answer. I, I'm not going to be playing Koke. Uh, I would play Wang or Kovacic over him for sure. Yeah, Kovacic obviously he's frustrating. He really doesn't have a floor, but I agree he does have goals and assists in him just by being on City and just because he's actually a really good player. We we see him we saw him score some goals for Chelsea. We see you know he we see him do it once in a while. It's just he's gonna be frustrating. Yeah, I mean he's just not an attacking player by trade. So it's not right. gonna you know, he doesn't realize that, you know, we're wagering real American dollars on uh, you know, him scoring some goals. You know, he's just out there to do his job and he's a good player. Um but yeah, I don't know. It's it's crazy. I, I, I feel a little bit crazy saying like, oh, I'll play Huang instead of Kovacic in cash if I had to choose between one of them. But I just feel like they both have up. Doesn't seem crazy if he's got a monopoly. Yeah, no, I, mean, I think I would to, probably do the same. I mean, how many times have, is it the case when you just play monopoly set piece taker and you just get an assist? Like it just ha- it just it just happens when you have a guy who can have set pieces that often. You get a benefit I mean, for that over the long term. He had a pretty good game last. Last time out against them, yeah. nine points. If you get rid of the yellow card, yeah. Um, is there anyone? I don't have anyone highlighted that we're projecting to start under Huang. It's not good underneath that. Do you have any punts below four K that you think are interesting? Yeah, I got to be honest. I haven't even looked yet. I was not planning to be in this range, so yeah, probably not. Um, I won't be in this range unless. Nunez doesn't start. Um, yeah, no, Jack, I can't think of, like, no. You know, I, I'll keep looking, but... I, mean, I, this... I can't think of anything either. These are pretty disgusting plays. I mean, players that used to be priced down here, like Zaire Emery, who might be interesting if he was, like, 3900 and he's 5300 That's probably an efficient price on him. It's like, there's really, like, no somewhat promising midfielder on a attacking team outside of the stuff that we've mentioned. So I think if you're below Huang, just do something else. One name I do want to highlight, we highlighted him two weeks ago, Romario Barro. I don't think he starts for Porto, but if he does, he's 3,100. He'll play on the wing for 60 minutes and he can make some constructions work for you. I think that's a perfectly fine play in that case. So keep a lookout for him. Takes a few corners, I think. So outside of that, yeah, probably remake your lineup if you have to spend down there at the midfield spot. I, I think uh, you just throwing it out. I'd be more likely to play one or the other Atletico mids in tournaments. I think they have more upside than Koke. I see. So we would be if, looking at Saul. How much is he? Him and Lorente are the same. I'm just if I'm just thinking if this is if Nunez doesn't start. Mm-hmm. I'll, you could, I would definitely take a chance on one of those Atletico guys. I know Marcos Lorente always has upside for me. Yeah, he's a talented player. Not in cash, though, right? No, no, not in cash. No, I just see. tournaments. All right, then I agree with you. That's sensible. Yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oh, all right. Um, I think we can dig into Defender then. And Defender is, um, there's a few high price plays that I'm interested in. And then it's just a complete desert of plays. I don't know if you have a different opinion. 
and then some city punts that we can play. So we have a 6,900 David Realm. He took only half of the set pieces over the weekend to mines, but that might've been an issue of they were down to zero and just had to take those corners as quickly as possible. So Chavi Simmons took them in that case. I mean, I'm not in the business of fading David Realm at 6,900 in this matchup, but you know, there's some busts in that range of outcomes. And so like in a tournament, if you want to play Akraf Hakimi instead, I say go for it. I think he could outscore Rom. You know, it's just not a guaranteed spot for Leipzig. But I mean, after Hakimi, I mean, Ben Heinrich seems interesting as well. He's been doing very well in Bundesliga play. I don't really want to pay 5,800 for Molina or any of these Atletico Madrid wingbacks. I should probably should be willing to just based on the matchup. Um, Rico Lewis is 5K if he starts. Uh, I don't think I'll do that even if he ends up doing that same stupid performance he did a few match weeks ago. I don't know, Ryan, what sticks out to you in the high range of defender? I think you spend up once at least in cash games and it probably has to be round due to set pieces. Yeah. Um, I think it has to be round for cash games. I want to spend up twice. Uh, sorry. I just jumped. I was still looking at the midfielders. Just we might get, Rinders might take be taken to the set pieces for AC Milan. I figure that's worth mentioning. I mean, he's only 4,400. I realize that his game logs do not look good, but I don't know, right? Worth mentioning. He, you know, I don't think Florenzi is going to start and Pulisic is questionable. Rinders has been splitting half the sets already. I don't know. It's it's worth mentioning, you know? Yeah, but... <laughs> I don't. I don't. He doesn't know. show. Yeah, I, might, I know. I, I, I'd rather play Huang and Cash truthfully because I know. Okay, he so here's here's the thing, Jack. Here's here's what I'll say. Like, yeah, I agree with you because, like, look at his game log. It's all. It's like unbelievably bad. Mm-hmm. But for fantasy, but he has 18 shots in 11 games. Like the shots are like so. Clearly, he's not one of these defensive midfielders that just doesn't attack. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is, you know, he has chances cr- created and he has shots, which are mm-hmm. like the two things that we're looking for. So maybe it's just maybe it's not quite as bad as it might seem on the surface. Yeah. Well, I'll mention in Champions League, uh, Huang has uh, six shots total in his uh, three games. And I oh, won't even he's not better than. No, 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 not <laughs> over. No, no, no. Just. Yeah. I got to defend. Anyways. my boy. Um, I'm, I'm I'm with you on him, but but back to defender. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I agree. So Rom Rom for cash for sure, but he's 6800, and you're right. You can fade that in tournaments. It's not like such a smash that it was last game with them at home. Mm-hmm. Um, there is pro- a little more fr- fragility there than people think, probably at, for a 6800 dollar price tag. Mm-hmm. You know that being said, I still like him quite a bit and I'll still play him in tournaments. I don't think I'm going to jam him because I like some of these other options. The guys you mentioned, um, the Porto guys, I really like mm. specifically Mario. 4,700. That's a good price. Yeah. Uh, he's cash game worthy in my opinion. Uh, he gets forward. He's attacking. Yeah, liable to come up with a goal or an assist type player. Um, so yeah, a lot of interest in Mario. More interest than you in Rico Lewis, depending on what lineup City rolls out. Just because he's gonna, he has upside. He's gonna come with goal and assist upside he if does, he's yeah. playing in a more attacking role. Definitely don't want him though if he's gonna be playing that defensive role. Another thing you're. You're going to try to have to figure out where he's playing because it does seem like he's going to start. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those are the guys I have interest in. Yeah, if I'm looking at the players I have right now, like in the utility spots, you can play Conce Sal, but that required me to play Joe Hart. So, you know, if I want that Glazer home goalkeeper, I could go down to Jao Mario. All these seem like pretty reasonable decisions, at least to me. So good shout on Jao Mario. Yeah, Rico Lewis, I'll complain about him until the day I die, especially with a Jordan rubbing it in when I didn't play him. You know, it just hurts too much. I have to, I'll never capitulate on this, but if it seems like he's in an attacking role, you just have to do it in the game environment. It's the same reason why we would play Kovacic. Like, you just have to give it a chance. It's it's definitely worth a squeeze. 
I, um, yeah, for sure. I think, uh, yeah, just the other, the other Porto defender, I think is the leverage play because I think people will realize that Mario is a good play. He's 400 cheaper. He's going to get some ownership. I doubt people will play Jorge Sanchez, but he also he has upside. Soft. Yeah. But like Wendell out now, right. No one's going to play him. I just need for, for tournaments. I don't love it, but I just, I just, he has upside. Yeah, we can leave it at that. That makes sense. With when if Wendell's out, we can look at his sub patterns too and make a decision from there if we want to project his minutes. Interesting. Yeah. So I was wondering how you were going to spend up twice a defender, but it seems like you would be completely content throwing um, John Stones into your utility spots because if you scroll all the way down, so below Mario, it, there's not really much in like the mid range at fullback. That often happens a lot on DraftKings. Um, the first name that was appealing to me was Nathan Ake, 3,400. Great price. I mean, we just talked about him. He scored a goal over the weekend. And yeah, if I have to play $2,800 John Stones to make my lineup work, I'll pay $2,800 John Stones to make my lineup work. Um, I don't know. Do you think that's a mistake? Just it's like 60% clean sheet odds. Just shrug and do it. No, yeah, I don't think it's a mistake. And yeah, uh to answer your question, I don't know if I will be able to afford spending up twice. I made my lineup assuming Alvarez isn't starting. Uh, mm. So, yeah. Oh, then you can, yeah. Right. I don't end it for all, you know, he might be, he's probably starting. But I, yeah, I made my lineup without assuming no Alvarez. So I was able to spend up at Defender. Makes but sense. yeah, I'd be fine going down to one of those cheap city guys. What do they have? 60 some percent clean sheet odds. It seems fine to me. And the, you know, the punt midfielders aren't very good. So yeah, it seems, seems fine. Yeah. It's probably the best place to punt. It's the position with the best punts. So it makes you get into the right value ranges for all the other stuff. I think uh, it sucks to waste a lineup spot like that in champions league, but I don't know. We have to play each slate individually. And I think it works in this context. Um, I think that about sorts it at defender. Um, similarly, because like there's a bit of a gulf in quality defenders, I'm happy to try to spend up twice a defender. You know, it's probably possible to make a Hakimi round lineup or something like this. And it seems like, you know, there's like five names at defender who might be able to separate. Um, you know, Hendricks is, is all right. Rico might not play forward. Molina, you could probably fade safely. So if you look and kind of thin it out, you could see routes where Ram and Hakimi lap the field. And um, I think it's worth, that's another, there's like, that's another roster construction point of view that you can take. And players who are going to just play three city forwards, including a utility spot, they're not going to have access to that construction as easily. So I think that's like a positive leverage way to roster your, to, to build your lineups. Um, I don't know. Any other thoughts on defender position, Ryan? Um. Not really. No, I'm just. Is Theo Hernandez going to play? He's questionable. He didn't play over the weekend. um, So I don't know how severe his injury is. Seems like he's going to play. He's worth mentioning. Yeah. I mean, I I don't mind the AC Milan. I don't mind, you know, playing um, Theo Hernandez in a while. I mean, Jack, you mentioned that game. He. He took most of the sets against PSG last time. I mean, you know, he's a guy that's off and on sets all, all the time, but he still takes them sometimes. I mean, look at his Champions League game log. Looks pretty good to me in some, in some, tough, in some tougher matchups. So, yeah, I think you could throw him into the player pool. He's a frustrating player because we know he can contribute as a forward, but sometimes AC Milan get in this tactical funk where he's just like useless and not doing anything. But, you know, if you have a lineup that has uh, Mr. Killing Mbappe in it, I'm totally fine putting Theo Hernandez. And this is the reason I don't really want to play. um, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Reinders, the defensive midfielder. Like I think one of Florenzi or Theo Hernandez is going to start and one of them is going to take more set pieces. So I'm just left with this defensive midfielder that, might take a couple and might take a shot yeah. from 30 yards out. I don't know. It doesn't. You're probably doesn't right. Great. No, it doesn't feel great. Um, yeah. I think that's about it for defender. Then we do have to talk about goalkeeper and Ryan, my goalkeeper picks these past few weeks have been garnering um, 
you know, making a lot of friends on the internet, people, you know, NFT bros calling me a donkey for playing Aderson, even though every other player um, did that. Um, I think um, user roadman 2207 <laughs> is going to burn down my house at this point. Um, and I played in the previous slate, I played the Antwerp goalkeeper and took like a minus six. So my so gold star goalkeeper lock is Glazer 4k. I think you're going to need to save the money. Um, Ryan, there's actually an interesting discussion we have with goalkeeper because Aderson is probably technically underpriced at 5,900. Do you see him scoring more than 12 points? It feels like his range of outcomes, like it's got like a nice, a nice hit when he gets that 12 points, but it's almost all downside to me. What do you think? I agree with you. Yeah. Um, not considering Aderson on this site. No, not for tournaments either. Like I agree, 12 point ceiling um and big time downside we continue to see it i played him last week too just <laughs> never seems to keep a clean sheet this spot it almost it feels guaranteed uh but yeah no i don't know it's his goalie i struggle to talk about it uh i like glazer as well obviously cheapest home keeper probably aren't gonna have at least in cash you aren't you're not gonna have Leipzig attackers, you can have Rom, but that's fine. Uh, so yeah, I like Glazer. Um, I'll play Joe Hart if I have to. I mean, uh, what pew 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 freaking played Radu and took a minus seven and a half, but it didn't matter because he hit the Ake and the Bernardo Silva goal. So yeah, I gotta you'll say, just play the best cash, attackers, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I know in cash, I'm I'll play the young boys keeper if I have to, seriously, especially without Holland. Give me the young boys keeper. That's fine. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't like I don't want to, but I would. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like I try I try to avoid playing the guy against City, but I think it's better when Holland doesn't play. Yeah. Uh, Mag Mike Magnan or however you say his name. Mm-hmm. I think he's fine. I don't know, Jack. It's keeper. I mean, what can what can what can I say? I don't know. I think. Uh, I what think can all you I say to, about keeper? <laughs> I think all I have to say is um, I'm due. So keep on tailing me, Rotowire faithful, and uh, you know, I promise it'll get good soon. I uh, do a lot of research on this topic and know how to pick goalkeepers best. I'm just unlucky, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think the only thing intelligent I actually have to say is Aderson doesn't have save upside to me, so I'll rather. Like normally we'd be like, how can you pay fifty five hundred for a slightly worse goalkeeper? You know, play uh, you know, um, old block or something. I'd rather play old block than um. Oh yeah, that's actually a, yeah no, that's a sharp, sharp goalkeeper point. I think I've been trying mm-hmm. to do the same thing. Like I would for tournaments, def for tournaments. Yeah, I think old block and Costa, uh, you know, they have a better chance to score you know 16 or 18 points yeah whereas like you said ederson scores you 12 so yeah if i'm gonna spend up at keeper it's usually for one of those other guys yeah and i think ozzy said it in a nice concise way for the nfl fans just treat it like nfl defense whoever you can play that makes contact sense in the context of your lineup and just hope that you land on the colts or the browns after they go thermonuclear um you know it doesn't have to be hard just play the best plays Yep. That's pretty much what I, yep. I think that's pretty much what we all do. Uh, like we mentioned last slate because we didn't have any Porto. We end up on the Antwerp keeper mm-hmm. and yeah. What is it? What did he get us? It was mine. Negative something, but <laughs> you know, any, anyways, uh, hopefully it'll go better this time. Hey, it can't go worse. Um, or could it, we'll just have to wait and see. Um, I'll tell folks what I'm playing at goalkeeper once I finalize my uh, my cash team, so you can get your um, you can get your value for your sub by fading me if you wish. Um, I think we talked a lot about tournaments. I think we talked a lot about roster construction strategy. Talked a good amount about cash games. Cash games aren't too hard on this slate. I think we just have to wait for the lineups. But um, any uh, final words for the people, Ryan? Uh, let's win. Yeah, let's let's go let's ahead just win. and win. That's yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's win. Picking winners. Um good luck to us. In particular, good luck to me. 
I can't take losing two v twos to Jordan anymore. My rep, he's going to needle me in the chat. So good luck to everyone except for Jordan. I hope we both cash. I'm a very benevolent person, but I hope you score like one less point less than me. So that's going to be my one qualification. You can even win the contest I'm playing in this week. You know, as long as I, I'll take finishing second at this rate. So um, as long as it's not in the king of the pitch, then I hope uh, you all finish below me. Anyways, thank you all for joining us. Ryan and I, we will be back tomorrow. We'll probably do a little bit of recap about, you know, some tournament lineup or cash and then dig into the Wednesday slate. There's an article on the site. Adam's putting out a lot of great content. Um, he's doing a great job with the Twitter feed. So make sure you follow at Rotowire Soccer. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Give us a thumbs up if you haven't already. There's been a dozen people joining us live instead of watching the Jets. So thank you very much for sacrificing your Monday evening to join us. And yeah, good luck, everyone, and have a nice evening. Thanks, Jack. Good luck, everybody. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com